plates ready? This is Food School, Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. Want to feel amazing? Love the way you look in the mirror and perform your absolute best in the gym, at work, and in, be- well, in life? You're definitely in the right place. Food. It's you. It builds every single cell of you. And if there is one thing every human being must master, it's food. Because at the very least, eating, you do it every day, several times a day, every single day. You might as well get good at it. I'm your host, Angela Sharina from Create Yourself Dead Today, your personal nutritionist and plate watcher, your diet guide and explorer, your fat loss coach and food inspector, and just someone with a lot, a lot of passion and obsession and curiosity for healthy food, healthy diets, nutrition, optimized human performance, everything and absolutely anything you put in your grocery shopping cart, your fridge, on your plate, and in your mouth. It's my business. Food School, on a mission to help you eat better daily. It's the last time I talk about food. It's the last time I talk about food. Good morning and happy Monday and welcome back to another episode of Food School Podcast. Today, fun, interesting and health-promoting fact of the day is it is about genetic testing. I've been asked quite a few times over the past week, over the weekend about genetic testing, something like 23andMe and how actionable, how useful it is to create a better exercise or nutrition program. And guys, those nutrition testing, specifically 23andMe, it can help you to identify how fast you can, for example, digest and metabolize caffeine and how much caffeine you should be uh, drinking. It can help you to identify uh, how you absorb and create vitamin D and um, do you need uh, more supplements, less supplements. Uh, it can help you to um, identify your inflammation levels and also get better advice on what um, actions you should be doing more and more relaxation or restoration or not more training maybe depends on the results but most of those uh, tests 23andme included first of all they uh, analyze only about two percent of your whole genome not the whole genome the, to analyze your whole genome it's still really really expensive it's just gonna give you Less than, yeah, less than 2%. I believe it's actually 2% of 1%. That's the amount of gene that are actually analyzed. Uh, and uh, you can use it to identify some of the, like, diseases like Alzheimer's or some types of cancers, but to prescribe exact nutrition or exercise program for you, besides, you know, these kind of diseases, it's not possible yet. It's not 100% ever at this point, and it's not that accurate, so you could create your nutrition and your exercise program based on that. So any company that actually tells you that they're going to create the exact exercise or nutrition program based on your genes and your genetics, and it's going to help you to reach your goals the fastest, this is lying. This is literally lying to your face. So the science is not that advanced um, yet. 
We might get there someday, we probably will, but not yet. Just some interesting data that can be useful to you um, and can save you money if you were thinking about doing so, something like 23andMe to create, to have better exercise and nutrition program. That being said, today is Monday and it's our habits day. It's the day when we learn how to build and implement in our life better habits, better routines to stick with the behaviors that make us better version of ourselves, be that fitter, be that healthier, be that leaner, be that more energetic and charged and better performing mentally and physically. And today, guys, I want to talk about some a concept that is called in some books that I've read about on psychology of eating, uh, bright line, bright lines eating, or. Uh, you can also hear it in relation to intuitive eating. Um, there are a lot of uh, there is a lot of talk, you know, because there is a lot of talk about diets. There is also kind of like counter diet movement that is often um, referred to as intuitive eating, basically allowing your body to tell you what you need to eat in order to um, reach your optimal health and your optimal weight. And it's also often referred to or talked about when it's talked about um, bullying people or stigmatizing people because of their weight. And that is, of course, is really wrong. But um, intuitive eating as a concept, I do not believe in it in modern food environment. I made a couple of videos on Instagram and on my YouTube on intuitive eating. And what I mean by that is, yes, you can... You were able and you would be able to navigate foods and um, to eat intuitively if you were to stick only to whole foods specifically. And if you know what good, good, good quality of uh, whole foods are. So, you know, without antibiotics, hormones, pesticides, etc. When it comes to food products, processed foods that have labels, you know, that have something added to them, that are processed in certain ways, that have added sugars and, uh, again, preservatives and artificial flavorings and, and all of that stuff, stuff, you cannot trust your body anymore because those products are specifically designed to hack your brain, to hack your uh, hunger cues, to make you want to eat more, more food that is not necessarily really good for you, but just makes, hits you, you know, those uh, pleasure centers in your brain brain the fastest and the strongest. That's why, for example, you know, you can binge on ice cream, but you can't really binge on apples. Like, really, I see a person who binges on whole fruits, (laughs) but ice creams, cookies, all that stuff, we all had, you know, 99.9% of us had those, uh, uh, cases when we just ate till it hurts or till it's, you know, finished and we just too lazy to get more. So intuitive eating, I do not believe in it when it comes to processed foods. Um, and to um, because of that, you need to have some bright line rules that we were talking in the beginning. Basically, you need to have some rules around eating, even if you're not on any diet, but interested in health, interested in mental and physical performance, interested in longevity and looking good and doing well, uh, 
even when you know you're after your 40s 50s 60s 70s and whatever uh, you know life gives you if you want to feel good if you want to look good you need to be eating healthy and because of that because of our food environment you need to have rules that eliminate unnecessary decisions and will help you to eat healthy on autopilot so for example my personal story i have bright line rules about food that are next. No added sugars in my food ever. No grains, uh, except for whole grains, maybe uh, non-gluten whole grains like rice or buckwheat uh, sometimes. And I know the exact amount of my portion, mind that. So, but usually, most often, no added sugars, no grains, no dairy. Those are my bright line rules. So anything made of grains, anything made of uh, made with sugar, anything made with dairy products does not work for my body, does not bring me the energy and the looks that I want. And that's why I have those rules. Do I believe that everyone should 100% not eat any added sugars? And by that, I mean, maybe some honey or maybe some cane sugar in your dark chocolate. No. Um, you know, if you're plan for healthy eating, if your habits, if your psychology, if your brain allow to have some of those foods sometimes that you might have it, but to that point, you still need to have rules for those foods. So for example, those are my bright line rules. 100% rules, no sugar, no grains, no dairy, right? But then you have other rules, like, for example, if I eat starch, uh, like potatoes or sweet potatoes or something like that, then I have a cup, that's my Persian, per meal. If I eat nuts and seeds, one handful, that's my portion per meal. If I eat added fats, oils, butters, one, no, one to two tablespoons per meal, depending how many meals a day I have also. If I eat fruit, piece of fruit, small piece of fruit, medium piece of fruit, or a cup of berries, and only fresh or frozen. So those are my other rules that I also stick uh, with and that allow me to eliminate any kind of decisions. You know, eat ice cream or eat cookies or not. I know that those foods trigger me to overeat and do not promote the health and the body that I personally want to see in the mirror. So I have rules, no added sugars, that that eliminates all the ice cream cookies and etc. Of course, you know, if I'm on a tour in France and on some food tour and I'm uh, trying different places and, uh, you know, there have to be good bakeries, then that's, you know, one of a kind occasion that I might eliminate, you know, that I might not follow my own rules, but that's one of a kind occasion. It's not what I what I decide every single day. And that you should also understand. And then another rule, I have no trigger foods in the house. So basically the foods that make me want overeat and reach for that food, even if I don't want any food. Uh, You know, a lot of times I don't, like I, I don't ever feel like I'm restricting myself or that I'm on a, any kind of diet unless I'm near some cookies and desserts and chocolates and all that stuff, you know. Then I feel like I might want it. But if it's not around, I don't ever want it. I don't have desire for that. And that's why I don't have any trigger foods or, you know, cookies, chocolates, ice cream in my house. Because then my mind doesn't even think about it and I don't even have to make those decisions where should I eat it or should I not. 
I shouldn't because it has sugar and I don't have it in my house anyway. So those kind of rules you need to have in order to maintain health, in order to maintain healthy eating habits and uh, eat nutritious foods and look good and feel good and have great mental and physical performance. So uh, again, your rules probably will be different, but still you need to have some rules and you need to stick with them. Otherwise, intuitively eating whatever, whenever, you're going to end up a lot of times, and that's why obesity is on the rise. That's why degenerative diseases are on the rise. That's why inflammation levels are rising, childhood obesity, because people eat whatever whenever they feel like it. And that's what we get when we do that, when we have no rules. Rules, discipline, it means freedom. You actually get to choose what body, what health, what energy you have. You don't just go with the flow and with whatever you have available at home or in the store or offered to you. So to sum up today's episode, guys, if you want to have healthy eating habits, if you want to look and feel good, if you want to have amazing energy levels, if you're interested in all of that, if you're not interested in that, you know, you might just as well stop listening to my podcast right away because it's this is not for you if you're not interested in getting better and looking good and feeling good having good health for many many years mental and physical performance if you're not interested in that don't listen to this podcast for those of you who are interested in that to sum up this episode for healthy eating habits to maintain your health fitness good looks good energy you need to have rules you need to have bright line rules rules or 100% rules or whatever you call it that you never cross maybe except for a one in a lifetime occasion like i told you maybe you're in some other country and when you went to this country specifically to try this particular foods like going on in italy trying all this you know pizzas and pastas <laughs> you know gelatos uh, so that is different and it shouldn't happen more than once a year Otherwise, like have 100% rules. Like for me, it's no added sugars. It's no dairy because I'm just not tolerating dairy. Well, uh, no grains. And then, uh, and then have rules for foods that might not promote the best health if eating in excess. So for me, it's fruits. For me, it's starch. It just—it's not that they're bad for health. I don't believe so. Really, it just—they do not create the body that I want to see in the mirror. Every day, me personally, it can not relate to you, but it relates to me. So that's why, for example, one fruit and only fresh or frozen. Uh, that's why, for example, if it's starch, then one cup or like one piece of potato. Uh, and then what else? And then I don't have trigger foods in the house. So I didn't have any cookies. I didn't have any ice creams or anything that make me feel like eating things that do not make me feel good. But that can trigger, if, especially if I'm under stress, to eat them still. That's what's called emotional eating or that's what's called, you know, stressed eating, all of that. I just don't have it in the house and I eliminate the choice altogether. So no trigger foods in the house, have rules for portions, have 100% rules. And then, and then after that, you can eat intuitively. You can allow yourself eat more veggies. You can allow yourself more protein. If you're feeling like, like it, healthy protein, uh, you might allow, you know, you might allow yourself 
anything as long as you understand your rules and as long as you understand what your eating habits will result in and what kind of body and health and energy you want you know some people don't care at all about uh, how they look how they feel but again this podcast is not for those people and those people can eat intuitively anything they want anytime they want (laughs) but uh, for other people who are actually interested is something better in better health you know nothing comes or goes for free if you decide to eat junk it's gonna your body it's not just gonna pass through your body your body gonna use it and it's gonna build some cells out of it and it's gonna compromise your performance sooner or later and it's gonna compromise your health so again there is no free ride for anyone people who do not put on a lot of weight because of overeating or eating junk they usually get some diseases that might be much worse than just putting on weight so have rules stick with them it also helps you to eliminate decisions and save your decision energy for something more important that's why also i personally stick with my eating habits so easily because i have rules and i don't make any decisions and of course also i make sure that i eat nutritious food i educate myself i know the the latest science it's you know especially helpful that this is my profession and this is my passion but even for you you need to understand the basics of healthy eating and implement them to the best of your ability and understand what you need health-wise and what kinds of foods promote that and have rules and follow them that eliminates decision give you energy for more life for more accomplishment for what makes you feel fulfilled because of course we are not we we don't live to eat or um, to be our best self for nothing. We actually want to do something with this, right? So if you want to do something with it, eliminate those decisions, have those rules, eat better for yourself, for more energy, for more performance, and you're going to have an amazing life. All high performance say that in order to accomplish anything significant in this life, to be a little bit better uh, than mediocrity or maybe a lot more better, that's what we strive to be then you need as a foundation to take care of your nutrition if you don't take care of your nutrition it's just not gonna work that's why all high performance that's why all leaders at the one point or the other they all start thinking about their food their nutrition you know tony robbins probably the most energetic person on earth he's been eating his veggies and fish forever and almost nothing else for rare occasions so um Success leaves cues. So eat healthy. Take care of yourself. Thank you for tuning in, guys. Our food story episodes are coming with some amazing information about recent developments in meatless meat substitutes, lab-grown fish, lab-grown chicken, lab-grown beef, uh, impossible burger made of some crap as you'll find out soon uh anyway stay tuned uh, stay educated and as usual eat better daily